Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the not-so-weekly Romantic Distancing Podcast. Mm, things have not gone as I planned. Um, the idea was to do a weekly podcast and uh, comprised out of three segments. So we had story time and we had a bit of Dutch and then we had a joke section. I'm planning on do it, doing it a little bit different. I'm going to construct a story, so the podcast is not going to be half an hour long. We're just going to do a story, and I will be updating more frequently than even once a week, but sometimes the segments will be maybe two or three minutes, other times the segments will be five to ten minutes, or ten to twenty minutes. I'll try to incorporate some Dutch in this story, and I will also give you some freedom to direct where the story is going, or which segments or storylines you want me to elaborate on. So it's going to be an interactive story podcast with a lot more entries and a bit of interaction. I'm really excited for it. And um, yeah, I think I'm going to start with the first entry of this story podcast. Hope you enjoy it. Love you. Bye. this story works is I'm just going to start in English and then I'm going to do the sentence in Dutch. Hopefully this will t tell a nice story and we'll teach you a bit of Dutch. Dus de manier waarop dit verhaal werkt is dat ik zal eerst een zin in het Engels zeggen en dan in het Nederlands. Throughout history, there have been many a great story, but no story is as great or legendary as that story of Anna and Nick. I won't do every sentence in Dutch, but some key phrases I will translate into Dutch. Or else this is going to be a very long story. Er is nooit een mooier verhaal geweest dan het verhaal van Anna en Nick. We start our story at the very beginning. A boy sits in a room somewhere in The Hague and is contemplating on what to do with the next part of his life. And he decides to contact some friends that he knew from expeditions long before. So, a jongen zit op een kamer in Den Haag en denkt na over wat 
het volgende deel van zijn leven gaat gebeuren. He contacts these friends and they are willing to welcome him with open arms. He's going off to Utila, Honduras, to just set his mind straight and let go of troubled, troubles past. At first, he negotiates that he is allowed to bring a friend. So he completely excites Bert, his then roommate, or better said, his host, to come with him. Dus Bert zou eerst meegaan. En Nick heeft hem daarvoor enthousiast gemaakt. Okay, it's turning into a bit of a summary in Dutch. I think that's the best uh, setup. After long debating, this doesn't feel right in his mind. Somehow there's a voice that says, no, you need to go alone. You need to do this alone. You need some headspace. You need some time to make new connections on your own terms without anybody of your past. Well, the then a bit younger Nick has trouble giving people bad news because Bert was very excited. But in the end, he had to tell him. And even though he was disappointed, I think Nick learned a little bit that day that it's okay to disappoint people sometimes when you have the right reason. Bert ging uiteindelijk niet mee. I know the word uiteindelijk is difficult, but it means eventually. So Bert eventually didn't come. Well, after a harrowing journey by plane towards the capital city of Honduras, San Pedro Sula, Nick arrives at an Airbnb. No, not an Airbnb. Nick arrives at a hostel where he's greeted by a friendly man and he immediately feels at home. He has some drinks and some nice banter with the locals because the, the local bar overflowed with local people and he had a bit of a, a smoke, a bit of a weed and he could contemplate on his life with the other people and there was laughs to be had. So he immediately felt that this was a good decision. On the way there, he still had some doubts going alone course he was excited but you're going alone and you've seen these people maybe for a couple of weeks in your life four years ago who knows what will have changed after a good two nights in San Pedro Sula he goes to a coastal town where he takes the ferry the ferry to the island where he will spend four weeks of his life in search 
of something. He doesn't know yet, but he feels that the forces of nature are pointing him in the right direction. Hij weet nog niet. No. <laughs> I have to. Uh, I stopped doing Dutch for a long while. I was in narration mode. Nee. Nick zat in het vliegtuig. Met het vliegtuig naar de hoofdstad. The capital. Of San of Honduras, San Pedro Sula. Hmm. I think that would be the best way. Yes. Forget all of that. No, not forget all of that. I think the story is going quite well. But, um, yes. He could feel that the forces of nature were somehow guiding him to the right place, but he had no idea what was going to come on his path. He, the forces of nature not only guided him the right way, but the forces of nature also churned his stomach whilst on the boat as he was trying to calm down at the upper deck in the fresh air. He saw the swelling of the sea and the motion of the ocean made him feel nauseous and more nauseous and more nauseous. Misaluk. Nauseous. And almost reaching the island, he couldn't hold it any longer and he vomited over the side of the boat. He kotste over the side of the boat. But he didn't know that there were people behind him, after him. And he uh, vomited right in their face. This, of course, brought some uh, initial confusion and later a bit of hilarity and uh, some sympathy. So it was all good. But this was a bit of a, a rocky start, literally. A bit nervous, the boat docked at the island and Nick got off where he still smelled a bit like vomit. And then he met the two people that he had met before. Tom Brown and What's-Her-Face. Um, I forgot her name. Mrs. Italia. Cazzo! They were standing at the dock and they greeted him with open arms and they showed him around the town. And he immediately got the feeling that this was going to be all right. He told them about the vomit story. So he told them het kotsverhaal. And they walked through the town. They liepen door het dorpje. The next big step, of course, was to meet up with the people that are in the research station. But that's a story for next time.
Hey baby. As you could hear, I was still searching for the right feel of this new initiative. But I do think it might be fun. It also gives me some freedom to sometimes do a little bit, sometimes elaborate a bit more. And uh, yeah, we'll see where this story takes us. And I hope I can find a good way to get the Dutch in next time. I love you, baby. All the much. Thank you.